Hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up right now in full swing, and that is our $5 a month plan. It's called Movie Lovers Classics. It covers bonus episodes, reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh, little Caesar review that we just did, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, shoutouts on the main uh, feed, early access to episodes, and then we also have all-access documentary series review, which is $10 a month. And that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, shout-outs on the main feed as well. And then that also includes our classic... Uh, movie reviews as well and then our $20 a month plan is our VIP movie lover and that also includes bonus episodes classic movie reviews interviews with independent actors actresses directors and comic book writers and it also includes movie lovers documentaries and early access to episodes monthly newsletters free digital movies and shout outs on the main feed as well go ahead subscribe to the patreon we hope that we'll see you there and always until next time guys bye bye And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. So for tonight's podcast episode, we're doing a little bit of something different. We're actually diving into a little bit of chick flicks here, and we're going to be doing our review of A Walk to Remember. This movie came out in 2002. This movie also has a, has one of the guys from an Eminem music video from Stan in it, and also Final Destination, and that is Shane West. He's in it, and then, of course, Mandy Moore's in this movie, too. This movie was something that came out back when I was when I was in high school, and I remember when in 03 when one of our teachers went and made us watch this movie, and I remember every single girl was just bawling their eyes out in this film, and you can't help but ball your eyes out in this film, you know, looking at Charlie. <laughs> Why? Because I don't have a soul. Right, you don't have a soul. <laughs> but basically, I'm just going to go into the plot details, and then we'll go into certain scenes and what we liked and stuff like that. So basically, it's about this misfit who winds up and ending up in, he's a troublemaker, he's getting in trouble at school, nobody really likes him or anything like that. And so he actually has to do detention, and that's where he meets Mandy Moore's character, uh, Jamie. And Landon's actually the character that's being portrayed by Shane West. And basically, they wind up falling in love. But before we get into that, he has to go through a bunch of other stuff before they actually fall in love. And so what did you guys think about the initial setup when we actually see Landon go jumping off that huge cliff? And then, of course, his friends are doing something crazy as well. One of his friends actually get hurt. And then there's a high-speed chase. And with the cops, with the and of course, Landon has his classic uh, red Mustang in there. So I'm gonna go on ahead and let Sarah go first and tell me what your thoughts are for this. Um, about the whole movie or just that scene? With that scene, not only that, but I know you haven't seen this film. 
So for yes. your, and this is also Charlie's first time as well. I want to get everybody's first time perspective of this film since I've already seen this film before. So mm -hmm. I just want to get everybody's perspective of it. Um. So with that scene, um, I was kind of taken aback when the guy, I thought the guy died at first. And I was like, this is starting out brutal. And I knew the movie was like PG because I looked it up on IMDb and it said PG. And I was like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> did they just murder this guy in the first like five minutes? Um, but he was okay. So that kind of shook me. And then I feel like the movie just never stops at that point and just goes and goes. Um, I really like this movie. I knew a lot of the the beats I kind of seen like scenes before, but I've never watched the actual movie all the way through. Um, but for me, it was still really good, even knowing what was going to happen. I think the acting's really strong. It's I don't typically like um, cheesy chick flick movies. This is not my jam at all, uh, especially like Nicholas Spark movies. I'm not the biggest fan of um but i really like this one i feel like it's not it doesn't really hit a lot of those cliches i feel like it does kind of start his um his cliches that now his movies are kind of known for uh but yeah i right. really like it i think it's good for females and for like the girls that are going to drag their boyfriends to go watch <laughs> this movie i feel like the guys can kind of enjoy it where it's not like the notebook or any of the other Valentine's Day movies. Right. And I'm going to get to my th uh, thoughts on that in a few minutes on what you just mentioned. But Charlie, what did you think of this? <laughs> um, even, like, in the, uh, when I found out this was PG, I'm like, what? This is PG? And then I was like, and then when you watch the rest of the movie, I'm like, how do they get away with this stuff? I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like, like, the battle, the opening sequence where the guy's bleeding out of his mouth and looked like he's about to die. I'm like, geez. I mean, Shane West isn't even in ER and like, didn't even be in the ER yet, so you can't help him. <laughs> Shane West was in the ER for a couple of seasons, and then um, so it's just funny when I found Shane West was in this. Like, I'm a, I, I I'm familiar with Shane West because I watched Nikita when it was on CW, and that show was mm -hmm. awesome, and he was great in that. So I'm like, anytime I see him, I just keep thinking of him as Michael. I'm like, this is not something Michael would do, and would would Nikita approve of this? No. Um, I thought it was decent. I mean, like I said, I don't typically watch these type of movies, but what like like I said, what happened in it? It hits home to me because mm. the type of cancer that Manny Mork's character have. I had that when I was little. Oh wow! I had leukemia, so I'm, I'm I was very familiar with the cancer that she had, and this gonna hit, it kind of hit close to home for me. And then the whole high school thing that hit close because the popular kids and all that, all that the cliches like that it hit because, like I said, school was not fun for me. I was bullied too, so I'm like I felt like I felt more towards the uh, Jamie character. And it was just funny. Anytime I kept watching here and Jamie, I'm like, wait a minute. Was that the character name in the, the, the spoof movie, Not Another Teen Movie? Because I figured, <laughs> like, this stuff from Not Another Teen Movie was spoofed from this movie, in a sense. That is because that was my first foray into these these types of uh, romantic comedies was Not Another Teen Movie. So a lot of the cliches I picked up <laughs> because of that movie. But, but yeah, right. like I said, the, the, you, you felt for the characters. And I, and I liked Landon. And I hated his friends, except for the uh, his too. buddy, the, uh, the his buddy Eric. Um, hated everybody else, 
Um, right. Like I said, like the whole, like the, them pulling the prank on Jamie, which was not cool. Like, like no. I said, I mean, the, the popular kids were just pricks, except for Landon. Like he, he was one of them, but then, then he, beca- then he, then he changed, and then, then he just felt bad for uh, him. And it's just, like I said, I thought it was decent. Um, but yeah, that I, opening I sequence, I'm like, dang, how they get away with this with PG? It's like same with Jaws. <laughs> how do they get away with the kid getting eaten? And you see them in the shark's mouth. And that was PG. Oh that should have been R. Yeah. That's Josh should have been R. And there's blood. There's actually blood there too. So th- the blood splatter thing must have been something new later on that they cooked up. Mm. But you know, it was just kind of unusual how they got away with certain things back in the 70s and 80s and even early 2000s with some of the ratings <laughs> that they actually had. But you know, it feels like a really at the very beginning, it feels like a very manly movie because you actually have a high-speed chase going on. Yeah. With uh, with Shane's character yeah. Landon, and then the cop is looking at him, and then Landon just doesn't give a crap about anybody but himself. He's very self-centered, egotistical, uh, womanizing type of personality as well with his friends. And even whenever they're making fun of Jamie and everything, you can definitely tell there's some hesitation there where he doesn't want to do it but there's that peer pressure if i don't do it then i'm not going to be um popular mm-hmm. or anything like that that's going to mean that i'm going to like this girl even though that i don't really have that much connect connection with her right now or anything like that but you know there's that peer peer pressure right there that i really liked where it was just very well balanced you could tell just in the way he was looking and how he hesitated it's like he was thinking about about it. He's like, "Yeah, should I do it or should I not do it?" And then all of a sudden, he does it, and his friends are laughing, cutting up, and so is he. Then, of course, even during detention, he's making fun of the whole entire astronomy thing, where she's drawing up the pictures. And of course, he's not even making anything out of it. He's just doing the floors like a janitor would do and stuff like that. He's not even paying that much close attention to anything. All he cares, like I said, all he cares about is himself at this point. And also, too, Jamie's father is also a preacher who looks down on Landon for everything he's doing, and he doesn't want his daughter to be associated with Landon at all. There's that conflict there with father and daughter. You have everything going for it whenever you look at Ron, not rom-com, but like a romantic movie that is geared towards the teenage years. I think mm-hmm. they actually know what movie that they're actually making and who it was geared towards. But... Sarah, what did you think about some of the stuff that I mentioned with the conflict with the father? Then you also have the detention stuff and things like that. Um, I thought the dad was really mean <laughs> and really judgmental. I wrote down in my notes like, wow, he's a pastor and he's like super judgmental towards this guy the whole mm-hmm. time until the very end. But even when like Landon was showing that he cared for um, Jamie early on, the dad was still just like really rude Wanted it like give like trust and compassion, which I was just like, you're a pastor that goes against everything you stand for, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, so that was taking me off, but I understand. And all this stuff with like the click and the friends, I don't know. I feel like this movie was pretty realistic in the sense of like high school. It wasn't, mm-hmm. no one was too mean. I mean, I guess the prank was, that was pretty mean with the picture. Um, I don't really get it. Like, I I don't understand. Maybe I'm just like, I don't think that's yeah. terrible. I mean, that's terrible. But I'd be like, oh, they think I have a good looking body underneath of all my clothes. Like, okay. But I mean, 
I can get why it's embarrassing, but I'm kind of like, I don't know. She should have owned it. Like, <laughs> just laugh along <laughs> with it. But I get I it. Think I, I think I know why, though. It's just because of the thought that she's actually the preacher's daughter. Yeah. And she's being shamed for that. And she doesn't yeah. want her family's name to be shamed. And then also, too, they also give her hell already. So That's to true. see her body being photo photoshopped, too. That's true. And her character is one of those characters where she's very shy, very timid, and very standoffish. Where yeah. she's not going to be one of those characters that says, yeah, that's my body. What are you going to do about it? That's true. That's true. I definitely relate so, to her a lot. Um, when I was in high school, I was very quiet. I was the shy, like, Christian girl that wore... <laughs> I wore sweaters all the time. All the time so i completely relate like the same sweater every day i completely understand i was in the musicals i was like i literally this character so i completely understand um so i just relate to her but yeah i don't know <laughs> what about you though charlie what did you think again I, I didn't like i thought the pastor was kind of like ironic that he's supposed to be he's he's not preaching what he's saying in a sense and he's this complete dick to land until it was nice to see him turn towards the end like helping landon out when he was building the uh the, the telescope or whatever he was creating i think it was telescope um yeah, it was it helping him out yeah i think it was telescope yeah. and he's helping him yeah. out i'm like oh wow he's doing a complete 180 and then, and then at the end of it, when he gives her, give like when Landon gives up the book that she gave him, and it's just not like it's this to see him like say, "Hey, Landon, how you doing?" Like he's like he actually cares for him, which was actually yeah. kind of nice. And then the click thing, that was like the, the the one girl, like the 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 clearly jealous girl because Landon dumped her, had the rights to I had the right mind to dump her. Yeah, that was, she was awful. Um, but it's just it didn't. Yeah, it was just very clicky, and it's just like, and it's just like, and I'm like, a lot of that was like, I was like, man, I, I they, that's like, um, another, not another teen movie, completely, <laughs> pretty much did some stuff from this movie in a sense, and it's just because that's the one thing I keep coming back to because I don't wa watch, I just remember that movie vividly, but a lot of the stuff just seemed to come out at me about it, and then it's just, but yeah, you, yeah, Sarah, you mentioned everything pretty much else about like how it it feels like high school like you know that yeah. like i think because ironically it felt like dawson's creek like a dawson's creek episode <laughs> but it wasn't dawson's creek um because actually this it, this sh it, it, um the, it was filmed in the exact location where dawson's creek was filmed at the same setting and, it was, and i just watched the show ahead um it was like a fast food show and, and james vanderbeek was on i'm like oh yeah yeah because dawson's creek so, <laughs> so it just felt very dawson creek-esque in a sense that i never watched the show but why just watch this movie I'm like yeah i think i think i got i think i they summed up dawson's creek pretty much for me yeah <laughs> um and you know what though i like when landon calls the preacher out on his own bs He's like, all I'm show want to show is the same compassion, the same kind of uh, the same kind of thing that you teach every day on Sunday, on Sunday in church, and I want the same compassion that you t teach about forgiveness, about looking into the person's soul, hmm. and that's what I want from you. I want to have the respect, and that's all. And then of course, you know, the father. I liked also too. Landon went face to face with them because remember, Jamie was like, "I can't date until 
um, I move out or something on those lines. I cannot date at all in high school. So he goes up to the preacher, to their father, he goes, I want to date your daughter. And his father's looking at him like, like hell you are. But, you know, I'll burn you with fire and brimstone before I let that happen. But, <laughs> you know, I love the little dinner scene that they have. It was real. Even if it did feel like a Dawson Creek episode, to be honest with you. What would, like, what would uh, you have? Sweet tea. Nah, you're like 18 years old. You're not going to have alcohol <laughs> or anything like that. But I thought it worked for what they were going for, though, to be honest with you. I, I had a chuckle at how cheesy it was just to have that scene out there on the front like that. But also, too, I liked the scene in the theater because that's also another stipulation that was part of Landon's thing was he had to be in theater class and he had to actually learn his lines. He couldn't BS it or anything like that. He actually had to go through with it. And even his friend who's making fun of the lines and everything go, come on, man, I need your help. And throughout the whole entire time, he's actually progressing even more. And then when Mandy Moore comes out there, Jamie comes out there and sings, his whole entire self just shuts down Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. he just saw how moving she was, how beautiful she was and everything. And he saw there was just so much more to her in her inner beauty. That's what I got out of it. But I'm gonna go on ahead and ask Sarah on tell tell me a little tell me what you got what you think about some of the stuff. Um, I really liked all the theater stuff. Like I said, I mm-hmm. was a high school theater kid. I was a theater major for a little bit, so this was my jam. Um, I liked how realistic and how cheesy it felt because sometimes you'll watch when movies and tv shows try to do like a theater episode and it's Mm -hmm. like so produced and so like lit really well and crazy and this just felt like (laughs) yeah it felt real like it felt kind of awkward and cheesy and i like that they just did this random show that they wrote and it was weird like one guy was like you should do west side story because everyone loves west side story (laughs) and then they wrote this like weird show um and i like I like the song that Jamie sang, even though it felt like a completely different, like it wouldn't have gone with whatever musical they were, they wrote. Um, But I didn't realize that I actually knew the song. Like I'm pretty sure that song and the song that was the end credits, like played on the radio. Cause I'm a little bit younger. So when I was younger, like that played on the radio all the time and I had no idea it was from this movie. And I was like, Oh my God, that's this song. That's where it comes from. And it's actually like a Switchfoot song, which I didn't know that. Like I was just like, Oh, like completely taken out of the movie, honestly. Cause I was like, Oh, I had no idea. That's what the song was. And that was Mandy Moore. Cause her voice is so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was younger, but I was like, her voice is really high. It's really auto tuned, but that's okay. That's okay. It's fine. Right. Yeah, it was weird. It was, like you said, it's theater class. It's not supposed to be perfect, anyways, because I've done yeah. theater too. So but I, it I sounded can actually perfect. Relate. It was right. weird. I was like, this sounds a little like just too clean, but it's it's okay. <laughs> right. Exactly. What about you, Charlie? What did you uh like about it? Um, I like the uh well again, I like the best friend, the uh the, the black guy. Again, it it goes uh, the, the common theme is I just keep remembering not another team movie, he's the token black guy. <laughs> he's just <supposed> to stand <laughs> and stuff like that. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, but it, it just keep reminding me of that. And then the fact is, hey, man, I'm going to be right there in the center row cheering you on. And you sitting there sleeping the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, like, just, like just him being what he, he, like I said, he was the only guy of the popular kids that was actually enjoyable and actually had a redeeming quality about him. Yeah. Which was cool. And this is also kind of funny to see the mom which is a uh, Daryl Hannah is like, Oh wow. She just, she's an enormous suburban mom before she germs the, uh, the, the, the Viper squad and kill Bill. <laughs> Cause she joins the squad two years later. So I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is kind of funny scene. And you don't even recognize her. Like, like her face, like she looked old in this one. And like, and this is only 2001. She didn't do, she didn't get kill Bill until 2003 ish. So, so it's this interesting scene that that and then um but yeah again I like I like I like this best friend I thought that was funny and then um and then um the cool part about like him uh, Landon showing Jamie hey you're on two different states like you're stepping on two different states which actually was kind of was kind of was kind of cool I kind of choked up a little bit at that part I was Virginia, like oh my yeah. god that's so sweet <laughs> like like Virginia I'm like oh wow that's not too far from where I live. <laughs> Yeah, that's literally like two hours from where I am right now. So I was like, I've crossed that multiple times. But yeah, I liked her bucket list and he was trying to do anything he could to get that bucket list completed. And he was even making jokes about it at first. And then the transformation happens where he starts caring about her. He winds up doing the tattoo where uh, it's a fake pull on tattoo which i thought was actually pretty cool that he just went on ahead and did that just to get the get that off the bucket list for her and going mm-hmm. to two states at the same going to two places at one time was on her list and then also too the whole entire astronomy thing was pretty cool as well i can relate to that because yeah. i'm a huge astronomy person too so i'm a big huge uh history nerd and also geek, uh when it comes down to uh greek mythology and stuff like that too i'm huge into that stuff so i can i can relate to jamie a lot when it comes down to that so i i thought that was actually cool though too that landon went on ahead and named a star after her i was crying at that point too i was like that's so sweet it's my first it's their like second date or whatever they named a star after her like come on my husband never named a star after me like but what about you, Charlie? Um, was there anything that you liked within this part or anything like that with the bucket list? I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, like him, like him egging her on, like, hey, what's your number one? And then, or like, or like, I like the, like the, 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 the kind of comedy that they try to like, it's acted like he brought a blanket and like, we're going to sit out here and look at like that. And like that, well, that's why I brought two blankets. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I just felt like I said. I mean, I, like the the transformation Landon went from from beginning of the movie, and then and then before that, you didn't like we don't even know what happened to the kid. They said he's hurt, so we don't even know what happened to the the kid that wanted to join them. And then till later on in the movie, where he finally goes and sees him, and he's like, you see, you, and you see the like the kid. And I'm like, oh, you feel so bad for the kid because he got pushed, like he he got peer pressured doing this and like just to be cool the whole like fitting in with the cool kids and then like you feel bad for them and then you don't even see the other popular kids gonna go see him well maybe eric um but uh, right. the the, the uh, like he probably was the only one that went to go see him but like and the other popular kids and like 
They don't care. Again, they, 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 too, they just try to be better. Also, too, Landon left the poor guy for dead, basically. Yeah. Pulls him out of the they water. And then, yeah. And, and then BS the cop saying, oh, I was just happened to be there for a ride. And then I decided that I, I saw him in the water and I pulled him out and I didn't want I ran off so the way it didn't look like I did anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and he's also running from a cop, but you know, yeah. <laughs> um, well, him crashing, him crashing the car, and then him staring at the cop, and he kept thinking, "Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, is this how? Is this is this really Michael's origin story? How he joins division? Because <laughs> like because <laughs> that, that, that I keep because like I said, all I keep thinking of him is Nikita." Because like he was on that like the reap not the old one but the 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 2010 version on CW yeah. which is show I recommend but just seeing him was like okay we, we he's told his story in the show is this really how he joins division <laughs> getting caught by the cops because that <laughs> leaving a yeah, guy for dead time, the very first time I actually saw him was in um, Final Destination and then mm. after that a couple of years later I saw him in the Eminem video for Stan. Uh, he was actually the craze fan that was dying his hair just like M and everything else too. So the dude can act. He, <laughs> does, he does kind of look like Eminem. I guess. Yes, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. He's got that doctor um, knowledge. He looks ER. very old. I know, you know, sometimes you're like, you're not in high school. He looked no. To me, a little bit too old. I mean, I know like Mandy Moore was actually seventeen, and yeah. I think he was like twenty three or so. But he looked like he was like thirty or something. It threw I mean, me off a little bit. I mean, it, right. it did throw me off too because I was like, again, because he and it wasn't. And it was a couple of years later, and then he he might have done ER when he was young too. And he's got the, I mean, and that and that the, the the what they do for that show. I mean, all the knowledge they had to go through. I mean. I watched a lot of the uh, the retrospect behind the scenes, and you see it, it, him getting interviewed and the stuff that he had to go through during this show. I'm like, okay, he can definitely act. Hmm. Definitely. Um, then we also see the transformation with the preacher as well, with uh, Jamie's dad, which I thought was really good. Uh, like you mentioned too, Sarah, with the whole transformation from not liking him. And then I, I remember whenever... Uh, Landon and her were kissing. He goes, "Okay, that's enough, Landon. That's enough. Say good night. Date's over." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we're not done. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> you know. Oh, and then he winds up respecting Landon because he realizes how much he actually cares for her. And then also too, the father. He also has beef with Landon. Actually, has beef with his biological father too. In this, which is also why he's acting out the way he actually acts out. And he he reaches out for help to his biological dad and say, look, I need your help. My girlfriend is dying and I don't know what else to do. Mm. My heart just dropped because of that and everything. And then seeing the love of a father and I didn't think that he was his father was going to do anything or anything like that. I thought that was going to be the end of it. Next thing I know, it, he decides to help out Jamie and her father by giving them private care. Mm. So I thought that was actually pretty cool. What about you guys? Um, yeah, I liked all of that. I think that was uh, the moment when he goes, J- or not Jamie, Landon goes back to his dad 
and tells him like thank you for the private care and then just breaks down crying also broke my heart um i don't want to like jump back too far but just my quick thought with with the dad um the pastor i really like how this movie kind of handled religion and like religious aspects because i feel like nowadays or even back then like they always make the christian character like crazy um like the christian girls like this crazy character and i don't think jamie was um i just like the way they portrayed her and i didn't feel like it was too shoving like religion and her faith in people's face either um i just feel like it was a respectable amount and even with her saying like this is what i believe and not so much like this is truth, but this is just what I believe and this brings me comfort. I thought it was handled very well or I don't think anyone would be super offended, but that's just my opinion. But I liked how they handled it because I know Nicholas Sparks is actually a very religious person, the author of the book. And in a lot of his movies, they are or a lot of his books are pretty rely heavily on that. And the movies kind of cut all that stuff out. Um, so I like that they left a lot of that stuff in for the story. So most definitely. Um basically now Nicholas Parks movies are pretty much pink, uh in the category I like to actually call pink by numbers <laughs> where oh, it's yeah. like everything is the same thing. I remember I forgot what movie it was that I watched and I was with someone and I, chick flicks is not my thing. It's not my no. style. And <laughs> I'm over there and I'm like, the guy is dead. Yeah. Everybody in this book. Uh, and she goes, I did not see that coming. I said, <laughs> did you not see the characters ignoring the character the whole time? How do you not know that character is dead? Is that the one with I'm Josh like, Jamel or the one with Zac Efron? I think, the Zac, I think it's the Zac Efron one. Spoiler alert. No, um, I, th- I did see the Zac Efron one too. That one's terrible. <laughs> That, that was I bad, hated but that. it was the other one that you mentioned. I think it was, it was the other yeah, one. It was like Josh Jamel, and I think it was the uh, um, Michelle Monaghan. Sp- yeah. Was it Michelle Monaghan? I think it was the... Uh, no, Michelle Monaghan is the one with um, James Marsden, which I didn't see uh, that one. <laughs> I didn't realize there were so many Nicholas Sparks movies until like, <laughs> I looked them up. I was like, oh my yeah. God. No, it's like Josh Jamel, Julian yeah. Huff, and uh, Colby Smulders. Uh, yeah, that was the one I saw. That yeah, was the one safe. I I, they're like all dead or something. Spoilers. I hope. Yeah, there was like one person that was dead. There was so many years after something happened. And That's how like all that. his books are now. Like they're yeah. so, they all have like a little bit of a twist. And like there's always one character who's running away from the law or who's in trouble or like a drug addict or something. And then the innocent person, like they all kind of, except for the notebook is a little bit different. Um, other than that, all his movies after that are literally the same. It's really weird. It really is because you go from a walk to remember and then you go to that, and it's like, okay, you're trying to amplify a twist that doesn't even coexist with anything, that doesn't do anything to motivate your plot or anything. It's just yeah. there to be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, in like Shamal of uh romantic mo- like romantic books of romantic yeah <laughs> i can see, see nicholas parks in front of a new uh in front of a fireplace and having the pipe in his hand and like the classic music come i'm nicholas sparks and mm. you today i am gonna be telling you a story that is gonna be so awesome that there's gonna be a twist 
inside of another twist. I am the Indite Shemini. <laughs> oh, no, he just rips off the mask face off style. I'm, I can, I'm really just, I'm really just M. Night Shyamalan. Right. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's like a pen name. It's not actually him. He just hired an actor to like pretend to be him. That'd be great. Right. <laughs> but, um, not, not to mean, I didn't mean to get off topic or anything like that, but, you know, um, but let's see here. Then, of course, you know, there's also the other scene, though, with the with her having cancer, and she goes, I'm dying. Well, first she goes to, ha to Landon and goes, look, I'm sick. He goes, well, we'll bring you to the doctor tomorrow and everything, and you'll be fine. He goes, no, I am sick. Oh. Yeah. And that's light bulb. Uh, there's something more deeper that's going on. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? about that that's the twist i knew i knew that she had leukemia and um i i mean i still enjoyed i don't think i don't know i don't know how i feel about people using that as a twist like surprise <laughs> like it was a little weird um but she did kind of like she dropped hints throughout the thing like to her dad said like you said i could decide how i want to live my life or something like that um, but kind of using it as a moment, like, <gasps> like shocking. I don't, that just kind of feels a little weird to me. Uh, but I, I like that to land in, like, he was still there for her and still continued to show up for her. And those moments in the hospital, I thought were like really sweet. Um, she did, I, she, Mandy Moore did look pale throughout the movie like she did kind of look a little sickly like i don't know if that's like accurate look but at least it wasn't like she looked perfect and her makeup was all done and everything and it was like i'm sick like she didn't look the best but yeah. i mean she still looked pretty does that make sense <laughs> yeah it's like she didn't have no paleness to her skin to look like that she yeah. was sick it's like yeah um are you She's sure just you just don't have the flu are you sure yeah. you just don't <laughs> Yeah, but at least she didn't have like full makeup. Like she just looked kind of a little homely natural. and a, a little pale. Yeah, natural. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that scene actually worked out pretty well. I felt like she was able to grab onto the emotion of her being sick with this cancer that's been eating her up for a while. Yeah. So I definitely thought that was actually pretty good. I'm not going to say cool, but I thought that was actually pr um, pretty good acting from Mindy Moore's perspective on how she actually handled that. So, what about you, Charlie? What did you think about that? Um, I think going in, like I said, I, I didn't, I, I will agree say I didn't really call that a twist, because I think it was like, oh. after like seeing the opening sequence, I'm like, am I going to die? Like, that's why I, was, I went on Wikipedia and I was scrolling through and I saw leukemia. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, I had a feeling it was that. But then again, it's, it was nice that they didn't, like, they kind of portrayed it as, like, her not faking it, in a sense. Because, I mean, because I'm interested what type of she type of leukemia she had. Because, again, it's, it's close because I had it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I was like, I lost my hair. I don't remember, like, as I was a couple, like, I was young when this happened, and I don't have it anymore, um, but it's just, it just, that term hits home, because that's mm -hmm. what I had, and it's like, I was glad they didn't have her full makeup, and it's like, I got, um, like, that, because that would have kind of, like, I would have been like, all right, I'm, I'm fast-forwarding for this portion, it's just, because I mean, it, it kind of, it would take, I would have taken offense to it, because, I mean, I went through it, and it's just, it's not, 
<laughs> not all glamour and yeah. stuff. Um, so I'm glad they didn't go that route. And it was like, and I liked that Landon was staying with her the whole way through, no matter what. And that was cool. And then, um, and then his buddy Eric showed up. He's like, "Hey, man, your mom called me." And then, like, and then he, how he was there for him as he was for uh, Jamie, which was I thought that was pretty cool. You didn't see it as, and then, and it was nice to see the guy that he almost started a fight. He almost like sucker punched, like him showing up. That like, hey, man, you need some help. <laughs> to see him turn, like. Not a hundred percent. Like, yay, we're on his side. No, we're still against you. But you, you had right. some redeem. But, but his ex girlfriend, absolutely none. Like, I don't care no. that she apologized. That was just like that was just like oh, I got caught. Ooh, yeah, I'm sorry. And then and then it's like, thank God she left. <laughs> um, I, I yeah. agree with you on that one, man. I, I do definitely do. It's like. For the example, for example, if you have kids, which I don't, but it's that simple thing. Are you sorry for what you did, and you know what you mm -hmm. did? Or are you just sorry because you got caught? Mm -hmm. And then he feels the, the sympathy, like, oh, she has cancer, so I feel really bad now. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it's fantastic, sorry. And it's like right. you're not fooling anyone. Just get off the screen. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the Move stuff along. that. That's what started right. to kind of bother me a little bit where I was like, why are all of a sudden they're all kind of nice? How did they find out that she had leukemia? Like, did they, did she tell people? Cause we didn't really see that. It was like all of a sudden people yeah. just knew. <laughs> and I was well, like, did it get out? Does she not want people to know yet? Like, yeah. but, er but Eric was the main, the only one that had the redeemable quality because he's yeah. been with Landon the whole time. He was there. His, he's his best friend. And he's the one that actually felt, the most sympathetic because he's been there with him the whole time. He's the yeah. one guy, popular kid that is redeemable, like the whole time because he was there and he's he was funny. He was just he was just there to help him out and like and it's like that that was the only kid out of, out of the whole group that Landon hanged out with that was worth like you want you like you let you want to see more of him because he was funny. Yeah. But even at the wedding, like everyone's smiling and stuff, and I'm like, y'all didn't like them. Why are you so um, happy yeah, for yeah, them right now? There's fake smiles. Oh, yeah, so it was so weird. <laughs> and I'm surprised not, nobody had a uh, no, nobody pulled a Daria and just pulled a newspaper out and started reading. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. That just kind of threw me off. Even like the best friend that we, the best friend that was mean the whole time, was suddenly like smiling and like next to the mom like it was so i was like why would you be happy i don't know like and the relationship itself seemed very fast too um yeah. i don't know how long this movie was supposed i guess it's supposed to take place over a year over a couple of months i don't i don't know um it was i was like they're saying i love you to each other they've been dating for like a month or so which i get but i was like oh Okay, maybe. Yeah, the relationship didn't seem forced because I've seen. No, it didn't. And, and I saw, I saw that movie, uh, Dreamland, with Finn Cole and uh, Margaret Roby. It's very one of the direct. Like it was very. That one was forced. That mm. one really seemed like forced. Mm -hmm. This one didn't seem forced. Yeah, like I believe when they're saying like I love you and all this stuff even before. Um, we find out she's like sick and dying, yeah. but it still kind of felt like, oh, whoa, we're rushing. <laughs> we're rushing a little bit, but I understand why yeah. we're all rushing. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking, oh. um, mentioning um, how we like how I didn't think this relationship between Landon and Jamie seemed forced. 
in another movie I just watched recently that was forced. Like, oh, she's here, he's here. Oh, I'm a criminal. So it's a movie called <laughs> Dreamland with Margaret Roby and Margaret Roby and uh, Finn Cole. Yeah, that, that relationship was completely forced. I haven't seen that one, to be honest with Maybe. you. Yeah. I'll be putting my review okay. up for that one shortly. <laughs> Definitely. Back to this, one. Um, no, this one, compared to this one, no, this didn't seem forced. And the only time it did seem forced is because it had to just to, you know. Yeah. Because we don't know <laughs> how much up. time she has left. That's the, they didn't give a timeline of how, how much time took place. You just after the wedding, they said summer and then she was gone. So, and it's right. just, um, yeah. I'm gonna here's something I wanted to touch base on for you for a minute, Sarah. Uh, you this this town, this place takes its place in a small town, right? I actually yeah. live in a small town, everybody knows each other's business, <laughs> you know. So for me, it's no surprise that people know that she has lupus That's because true. everybody likes to gossip because it's a small town. That's true. So, you know, I, I live in a town that has maybe 1,500 people to 20,000 people in my town. I, I live in basically Mayberry, if you think about it. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I actually tell everybody. <laughs> but, you know, um, I can actually say that is probably why the news traveled so fast is because of the fact everybody gossiped hey did you hear about jamie she's got lupus oh my gosh she's got lupus we need to go check with landon and see how he's doing that's true and then also too maybe landon's friend also said hey eric winded up saying hey look we need to pitch in we need to do something for landon because jamie has cancer now we need to put it put stuff away from what happened to her in high school and put away childish things and actually become grown up yeah. But to me, that goes. <laughs> Sarah's like, no. Like for that, for those, this how how big of a prick those kids were. Right. Besides That's Eric, That's I true. don't buy any of that. I'm no. sorry. It's just it just seems. I'm just thinking on like, one side of the coin, but I yeah, actually I mean, know. I can see that. But, I mean, if, I if, if the characters had redeemable qualities, none of them did except for Eric, because Eric okay. was with again. The the African the um the black guy he was with them the whole time, the whole right. time. The girlfriend barely knew that. And then when he drove when um earlier in the movie when uh, Landon drove the ex home, like you know uh, she's like you know my parents aren't home. And he's like, hey, we broke up. I'm like he should have quoted Wayne's world. We broke up. Are you mental? Get the net. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean that is very like like very persistent like well you broke up with me but i i, I want you back and like just go he said don't you know what no means he said no but it's just i don't know it's like and she just like, she was just annoying the whole movie like like, like and she was like when she felt a kiss she's like oh, i need to get i need, i get him back i'm gonna do a prank <laughs> and and it blew up in her face, and then and then this this the pity like oh I'm so sorry, but I can see why she chose you. The very sarcastic <laughs> quote by her, I'm like just go. Like it was like she was not needed in the movie. I'm like okay, just go. She was I'm not sorry, there. I don't, to, I don't either. She wasn't there to motivate the plot. She wasn't there to do anything but cause mischief and mayhem, and just be a terrorizer and and everything to Jamie. To be honest with you, hmm. uh, but yeah, Just I thought jealous. the ending. Right, but yeah, I agree with you guys both on the ending part. I felt like the ending wasn't forced. I felt like it was actually needed. Um, sometimes I'm like, I wish that they would actually showed us 
uh, how long uh, something would actually happen. But with this type of movie and things like that, you know, it's geared towards teens. So, yeah. you know, there's that. So I guess they want to keep the teens engaged into the storyline without having to incorporate the timeline. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, so I was perfectly fine with it. I actually like how the, how Jamie gives Landon the book of quotes. Then Brent, then Landon wins, goes on ahead and gives the book of quotes over to her father and they both hug each other and embrace each other. It goes to show you go from child to being a man mm-hmm. and everything. Because he thought as a child, he put away childish things, and now he's a man. Hmm. And that's that's how he grew. And that's how I actually look at Landon. Because now he's going to doctor school. He's in college. He's accomplishing his goals that he had written on that paper that his mom said, you know, some of these things are going to be kind of hard. He goes, I know, but I can do it. That made me cry, too. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, that was so sweet. Yeah, when he was saying, like, he was, got into medical school, and he was like, Jamie inspired me. And the one part where he said, um, I never, Jamie never got her miracle or never got to see a miracle, and the dad was like, you were her miracle. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, this movie just got, I mean, I cry in every movie, so that's all the time um it's really bad my husband makes fun of me because i just cry constantly um but this movie got me several times where i just felt like this was so sincere it was just so touching um yeah and like Um, you were saying it was great to see landon change and grow as a person and it didn't feel like well that wouldn't have happened like it just felt very like natural like he did just grow up I love how Jamie said to him, like, I think my purpose here was to help you and to help others. And I was like, that was beautiful and sweet. <laughs> hey, Jay. Hi, how you Jay. Doing, hey, better late than never, buddy. Better late than never. Good to have you on in the comment section, man. It's good to have you on. Uh, Sarah's been great through this podcast as well. I just Aww. want to say thank you. It's great to actually have a woman's perspective on these <laughs> these movies, even though it's outside of her wheel wheelhouse, though too. <laughs> so you know, yeah. I'm just glad. But you know, this has been a fun review. You know, I I really had fun doing this with you guys. Now, my next question: Would you guys recommend this to anybody to watch? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I would recommend it. I would recommend it to people that don't really like super romantic mushy movies either um maybe people for like valentine's day or like date nights or even just i enjoyed it. i watched it by myself and like i enjoyed it and i think you know like sometimes when people are like single and they don't want to watch like romantic movies like i think this is still a good movie regardless of where you are in in life <laughs> right um, before I get to that, I want to like add like, like I would have preferred like uh, just watching it a little timeline, just like at least some point yes. during it to know what's like what how far <laughs> is because we don't know how long Jamie was out of the hospital and how long that passed between hospital to then getting married. We don't know. Like I said, I would have liked some leeway into that because again, I didn't know how long she had left. Again, I would have liked that just from like just an information gathering because like, it's like because it felt like. Okay, one point, one point, one point. Okay, now we're at the end. I kind of wanted like they, this for me is a refresher. It wasn't gonna be in your face like like fade the black, 
one year later, like some of that. It wasn't nothing like that, but maybe there's a subtle mention. It's been like maybe like sometime later or like this some sort of like timeline. Yeah. That was the whole confusing part. I'm like, how long did this take place? Did it take place in a day, a month, a year? Yeah. I was like, like they threw this wedding together fast. <laughs> like that was a <laughs> like a nice dress and a veil. Like it was all decorated. Yeah, I felt the same way. I was like, was this yeah. yes the next the next day, a week later? Like <laughs> And then um, but yeah, that's I would have liked that. And John, I know you're smirking at me because like uh, <laughs> that inside joke. <laughs> um but uh but no like i said for your like like i said the end of it like i teared up a little bit because it hit me close to home because this is something that i could i was i could die from i mean i had this and like i said i was close like i said um that but it it hit close um but i saw that like like i said john i saw that little smirk there (laughs) or inside (laughs) joke but yeah i'm I'm in the middle. I don't know if I would re- like maybe recommend it. It depends on the person. Mm, um, okay. If you're just trying to watch this, some random like a moviegoer, or like and you're just you're just trying to watch uh, like this. Oh, I just need something to watch. Probably not. You probably might want to need to get into the mindset of like say if like you're doing a paper on a romantic movie. Sure, this one. If you want to like a probably one of the few like the better earlier before nicholas sparks goes to direct a dvd style <laughs> probably this is probably the one to go to if or if you don't want to like go full on pay like, attention. Cry, like you don't have to pay attention or t- tissues all the time then yeah you probably want to avoid the notebook um i haven't seen that and that's the next movie we'll be cut i don't know oh, yeah, no. oh. notebook Oh man! Um, it would be three guys, and then and then we just we're trying to get a uh, another perspective. So oh. we're gonna have more people covering that movie, and I'm like, right. I'm not looking forward to that one. And but. y'all are for a treat. You know what's funny? Though? Rating, so we're doing it. <laughs> you know what's um, funny though? But yeah, I'm like like it, it depends on the person. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, no! Um, so uh, it no. depends on the the person. I guess it depends on what you're uh, what your mindset is if you're a casual movie goer and you look for something to watch like just some that probably not and like i said you got to be in the right mindset really to, that um but after seeing these like if you're like fan of romantic comedies i definitely if you want like a nice comedy like spoof to know oh i get that reference again i i would recommend watching not another teen movie it's it's funny it's a spoof movie, and it's got Chris Evans in it, and it's the first movie I've seen him in. So, oh yeah. Um, so I'm in the middle. I, like, it depends on the mindset before watching this movie, and it won't be on Netflix after this weekend anyway. So, no, that's true. <laughs> it's a good movie to just put on though if you're like cleaning the house or just need something like background noise. Though, like, you don't really have to pay too much attention to it so all right so with that being said sarah where can everybody reach you at you can uh reach me on twitter it's at um scbox so s-s-e-a-b-o-c-k um i also do two shows uh with jay wade that kind of popped up for a second we do a bachelor recap show um i mean like we're I'm a fan of The Bachelor, but for the most part, we just kind of trash it. So, like, it's it's a I tell people to watch it because we just make fun of people and kind of tear the show apart, uh, especially Jay. Um, so we have a fun dynamic there. And then we're also doing 
a Marvel recap of the Marvel television shows called Over the Marvel. Um, all on the same channel, all on uh, Merc with the Movie Blog channel, on YouTube and podcast, wherever. And yeah, that's it. Sarah, if you want something funny for The Bachelor, there's a video about a Foley artist that like is like a Foley artist doing stuff in the background to rep rep um, replicate the stuff from The Bachelor. Like he's eating <laughs> lettuce to represent them kissing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, I find on YouTube a uh, Bachelor Foley artist. I might have I'll been have not, to watch that. Might, been, might be funny or die. But okay. it's it's the like, if you want to like like you're into like making fun of the bachelor, oh, this yeah. one, like you see him like doing random stuff like like suctions to represent kissing or like eating that's, lettuce that's or hilarious. like it, it's some funny stuff. Yeah, right. I'll have to check that out. And guys, if you guys want to, you guys can go on hand and reach me at. Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook. Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Instagram. Another thing, too, guys, for all your entertainment needs and purposes and everything else, go to www.movieloversunite.com. And then, of course, you guys can go ahead and donate to the page. I understand the pandemic has actually has everybody's uh, wallets in a wad right now and things like that. But if you want to, this is just to put some, just have the lights on for us over here at Movie Lovers Unite. And how do you do that? You just go to www.movielover. No, you actually go to gofundme.com <laughs> forward slash Movie Lovers Unite. Uh, and that's actually how you get in charge of that. And then also, too, you guys can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit, or you can follow me at Movie Lovers. All right, John DeGorio 8 over there. And then, of course, on Stereo Movie Lovers Unit over there. Another thing, too, guys, is we're actually going to have some more shows coming up this weekend and also on Monday and Tuesday. So stay tuned for that. And you can find the audio version of this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you again, Sarah, for being on. Thank you, Charlie, yeah, for watching You're this welcome. movie. And thank you, Jay, for coming in on the comments. And always until next time, guys, bye-bye. See ya. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast go ahead go to audible you're not going to regret it they actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on you can actually go on ahead go to the link and it'll bring you up to that trial and a matter of fact every month members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two audible originals from a monthly selection and access to daily news digest from the new york times the wall street journal and the washington post as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too guys, that's not all they have. They also have they also have finish if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless.